What is up, everybody? We are back for the Oasis podcast. Another week, another podcast. Glad to be here. We're excited, but we're back. We are back. We're back. That we are. Um, I got I got one one question for you. What is what's one thing that you wish you were more involved in? Like activity, you know, area. So I I like to consider myself a retired athlete. Okay. Right. Um, I hung up I hung up the boots. Boots is a uh, Soccer lingo for cleats. If you guys oh, really? didn't know, yeah, I'm dropping all the terms on you. <laughs> okay. I hung up the boots when I, uh, probably my freshman or sophomore year of college, I came to STCU. I played on like the club team, so you can kind of sign up and there's some tryouts, and it was fun. You know, I got to wear a Jack's jersey for a little bit, but eventually I was like, you know, I got to be done. Dogs got to get rid of the old bone. <laughs> Don't think that's the saying. I thought you were talking about dogs and feet. <laughs> got to give them a rest. Like, oh, <laughs> those two, those two. It's nice it not tired. having calluses from cleats and stuff all the time, but. If I could, I'd get more involved in something like that again. There was, last year, I did a good job. There was a lot of different leagues and, like, international Mm -hmm. students and just, like, community members who came together and played. Mm -hmm. And so I would do that. But a lot of times it was on Sundays. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, guys, so let me tell you about this dude, Jesus. And I have to work on Sundays because (laughs) of him. uh, (laughs) They didn't get it. They didn't move the league for me. I wasn't good enough for them. So this year I haven't done it as much. But I'd love to play soccer more often. Yeah. So that's a long story to say soccer. Say soccer. Yep. But there you go. shout Should out all my yours? retired athletes out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have mine. So my big one was climbing. Like I'm just an absolute like climb. Granola like, climber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> granola boy. <laughs> Fake granola living in Brookings. Um, but like I'll see a tree, like I'll climb it. Like I see a cool rock, I'll climb it. Like you're one of those. I'm a monkey, pretty much. Every youth yeah. pastor's worst nightmare. Yeah. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Pillars in the church, climb them. Yep. Um, Are you a climber like that? You like to climb like buildings? Not buildings. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. I had college friends who. You don't free climb. Yeah, they would climb. They no, would climb like bouldering. Like, they'd climb like yeah. buildings on campus, and I was yeah. like, "That's not it for me, guys. I'm out on that." Yeah. That's yeah. But risky. but growing up in Rapid, it was something that like. I was surrounded by and I never got into. And then as soon as I moved to Brookings, I started climbing at the, the gym, oh, the yeah. welly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, freak, I'm missing out. Really and like all, all <laughs> like every summer I've worked with harnesses for like the past four years. Like yeah. I'm surrounded by climbing and everyone for fun goes climbing mm-hmm. and I haven't taken advantage of it. And I'm like, frick, I'm going to go climb a corn stalk out in the field. Ah. <laughs> you could. Jenna, what about you? What you? Um, I, Really love and I miss musical theater, oh. just theater in gener- general. Shout so out if I back could, of Notre Dame. Yeah, I thought you were going to say musical theory, and I said oh, that sounds horrible. That. Enough. Um, so if I had the time, I would love to do like community theater, the like non-professional. I don't know what they call it. Do they have something like that in the summer? I mean, the community theater runs like all year long. Okay, but then like the Prairie Rep. Yeah, I think in Brookings, it's. Isn't that like another Semi step up? Semi-professional, yeah, I guess. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I if I had time, I would love to do that, but I don't have time. What did we talk about last night? You got to create time for things you I love. I know, I know, but that's a lot of time. I to know. Try to. <laughs> but if you create. love it, that's true. Maybe someday. Yeah. Last we'll night see. at leadership. Here's a side tangent for you. We sure. talked just about like, I think we should do more things we love as people. Yeah. yeah. Right. When we we get stuck in like just the rut of life and sometimes when we get really busy the things that go first are the things that we're passionate about mm-hmm. like soccer or rock climbing or musical theater when god has created us and gifted us to love those things 
And sometimes one of our best defenses against sin and like temptation and strongholds is just to fill ourselves up with things that we love. Mm. And when we're full and when we're healthy and when we're good, it's harder for the enemy to have those strongholds. So pastor prescription, here you go. Do more things you love this summer. Amen. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. All right. <laughs> See you next week. Yep. No, okay. And we can get into it. <laughs> but on that same line, I think one of the misconceptions uh, of that people have when coming into church is that serving in the church isn't fun. Hmm. Um, and that's one thing that I think I had a misconception of. I mean, growing up in a, uh, a church that wasn't the most vibrant, I thought it was always boring. And so coming into a church that is very vibrant and like has fun and has great community, yeah. um, like stepping in and serving was something that I was always looking forward to. Like my f- uh, second year at Oasis, I got involved in the ministry team and like, I had so much fun mm. pulling up at 7.15 for prayer every week. Um, and so that's what we're talking about today is just getting involved uh, and, and how that can help the spiritual walk. And especially when, when looking um, to the summer of, you know, where we're just about to wrap up the, the academic year. Um, and so maybe if uh, you're a college student, you're headed back home. If you're a young adult, you're staying here and, and life slows down a little bit, maybe. Um, that there becomes a little bit of free time and a, a new set of rhythms and some changes along with that. And so we just want to talk about what does it look like to get involved? Cause it's something the church talks about all the time. I know from venue hosting at Oasis, I tell you to get involved all the time. <laughs> yeah. The announcements um, are full of it. And so there, there's good reason behind it. And so we just wanted to take a moment to, to kind of jump into that, um, dive a little deeper and why it's important and what can that look like? Yeah. Maybe let's just start with like different ways people can get involved in church. Yeah. And this is kind of blanket statement. Obviously, we provide these at Oasis, but they're they're frequently offered at all churches. Mm-hmm. Um, so something like small groups. Yeah. Right. We push small groups all year round, all the time, like because small groups are a really good way to get involved. Mm-hmm. That when you join something like Oasis or even a Sunday morning congregation, there's so many people and faces. It's almost like we get paralyzed in figuring out who do I connect with, Mm -hmm. right? You just get lost in the sea of people and you don't know how to take that next step to get involved and to connect with a group of people. I even have a lot of conversations where people will leave like a Sunday morning or a Sunday night and they walk through the foyer and they just are like, everybody knows each other, Yeah, right? They, They start to be fed this lie that like, I'm the only one that doesn't know anybody here. But what usually happens there is those people are talking to the other people they're in small group with and mm-hmm. their, and their yeah. friends from the outside of Oasis. And so not everybody knows each other. They just have some sort of connection back to the ministry on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. And so you could have that too if you if you joined a small group and you start to put some roots down in there and, and, and get involved in that way, yeah. right? That's a really, really good way for you to start to get involved wherever you go, mm-hmm. right? If your church has got Super small good. groups this summer, maybe you can get involved in something like that. I know Oasis does a small group June, July, August here yeah. in the summer. So if you're in Brookings, you can join us for that. Um, or maybe even just starting one. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like I think people maybe go home and they're like, I don't know, my church isn't doing it this summer. Or, like there's not an opportunity for me. What does it look like for you to approach a pastor and be like, hey, I'd love to start a small group with some of my friends and just ask mm-hmm. them to support you and pray for you and resource you for what, what you need. Mm-hmm. Maybe a good way to get involved. Yeah. yeah. What's another way people can get involved? Uh, get involved by just going to church. It can be easy in the summer when schedules are um, maybe less organized or or differently organized Mm -hmm. than um, during your school year if you're a student. Um, But make that a high priority that you're going to be there, you're going to invest. I know that I sometimes have the tendency to, I'm going to come in the door, do the worship, get out. Mm. Um, But that's limiting my capacity to be involved. So what does it look Mm -hmm. like to 
check up with your neighbor who you haven't seen in a while and yeah. have a conversation after church or reconnect with a friend or just hang out in that space and be okay. Maybe like standing alone for a little bit, a little yeah. awkward, um, but to just be involved in that way. Yeah. It's almost like lingering. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Linger in the space linger. and see mm-hmm. what God might have for you there in, in mm-hmm. sense of getting involved. Yeah. Dylan, you got anything? Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but just using your gifts and talents to like literally like hands on serve in yeah. a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like for us that, that at Oasis, that could look like, you know, the ministry team, the leadership team, um, you know, worship production, stuff like that. But so let's hop in a little bit deeper into this conversation. Let's just set the foundation of why this is just first important. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it it comes back to what we talk about a lot of times is we are communal people created for community Mm -hmm. and we need each other. And the church is meant to be a place where we connect. It's a group of people that can have like-minded values and, and, and motivations and goals, mm-hmm. trying to become like Christ together. But it's hard to connect, mm-hmm. right? It's hard to find people. It's hard to to make friends and all those different things everywhere you go, including church. And so getting involved is a way to take that step, right? Mm-hmm. It's a way to um, start to have that connection, to break what is big down into smaller, way, smaller things so that you can have your need met. I, uh, was listening to a podcast the other week and they were talking about loneliness, right? Mm. And there's statistics out there that we're kind of being labeled as the lonely generation, just more connected through social media or internet or, or digital means than ever before. But feeling like when, when the studies are done, it's, I think it was 75% of Gen Z people described feeling of loneliness in the, mm-hmm. in the last like month or two months yeah. is the study I was looking at. It was, it was just astronomical. It was crazy. It was, it was, it was really heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And when I was listening to this podcast, they were talking about, okay, what's changed, right? Mm. And some of it is the digital side and some of it's that. But like a lot of times people are still in the same spaces. Like we're still attending church and we're still going to class and we're still at work. But they were talking about how loneliness isn't cured by proximity to people. It's cured by connection to people. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have actual connection and connection usually attaches itself to like feeling words in true conversation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So even when we ask people how they're doing or what they're doing or like what, what they did this weekend, we list a lot of actions. So we show up to church and like someone's like, hey, how was your weekend? And you're like, yeah, it was good. I went to the football game. But you just listed an action and that didn't like connect or have a deep enough meaning for you to mm-hmm. overcome loneliness. So when we start to get involved and maybe sign up for groups or we show up and we make a friend and we, have, we sit down, we have coffee, like, we actually start to have these conversations where we tell people, I went to the football game and I was happy or like mm. I watched a movie and it made me feel sad or like I struggled with feeling lonely. And when yeah. you admit those things and you say what you were feeling, that, that creates a spark in you that actually bridges a connection that starts to wield back some of that loneliness. And I was sitting there thinking, yeah, mm-hmm. right. We're so yeah. information based and, I'm way off, I feel like, topic now. But like, (laughs) we're so information-based and we live in a generation that's so lonely and it's because we're not telling people anything about what really matters. Mm -hmm. We're just Mm -hmm. giving people facts. Yeah. We do that even in church and so it's hard. Yeah, we keep submitting to the lie that our feelings don't matter because we are surrounded by information. It's only, okay, what are the facts? And And some of it, I think, maybe is we don't know what to feel. Yeah. We don't know how to process feelings and so we we just shove them down or put them away or compartmentalize them and that's further compounding our own loneliness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll blow up in your face one day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, what was the question? 
Yeah. I mean, I can take another <laughs> yeah, reason of why it's important if you feel like we've hit community really well. Yeah, sure. Okay. I'll watch this segue. I think okay. that, oh, I hope I'm not about to let everybody oh, know. <laughs> so if we're created for community, um, and even as we talked about just a couple of weeks ago at Oasis, that the greatest command that God has given us is to love him yeah. and to love others. Mm -hmm. And part of um, being in community and loving the people around you and loving God is sometimes serving them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at that. <laughs> so we'll start with um, serving God. You can get involved by serving God. And that can be in the church. Um, if you've got a specific gift that God has given you, um, use that to give him glory, use that to serve him. And in that you get to serve others in that. Yeah. So if God has gifted you with a musical skill, um, go home to your church and offer to serve on the worship team for the summer. Or if you really like hanging out with kids or middle schoolers or high schoolers, offer, offer to like go to camp with your youth group for the summer or yeah. serve in that way. Um, and if you look at your church and you're like, I don't, feel like I fit in any of these places, look at your gifts and say, what do I have to offer the body of Christ? What yeah. do I have to offer God and give him glory and how I can serve and bring that to your church. Say, Hey, I'm really skilled at this and I want to serve as their place for me. How yeah. can I spearhead this? So. And I think sometimes we, uh, we flip that. We look at the church and we see what other people are serving in and mm -hmm. we pigeonhole that's what service looks like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. So I see the worship team and I see someone playing the guitar. But if you've noticed the last couple of weeks, we've got this guy named Josh who's playing the violin. Yeah. Right. And so if someone sits there and they're sitting in the worship center and they're saying, well, I play the violin or I play the cello, but you never have imagined this is the gift I could offer to the church. You're just like, mm -hmm. oh, all they ever need is a guitar player. Mm hmm. It's so it's, it's, it's flipping it. It's not necessarily yeah. looking at what, what are other people doing? It's what can I bring to the table, yeah. mm -hmm. right? If you're not good with babies, but you're good with numbers, maybe you offer like to help with budgets at the church mm -hmm. or take attendance or, or take attendance or like help program something, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like if you're good with social media, shout out, right? Like, and you mm -hmm. like doing that and connecting and you've seen your your church doesn't necessarily have those means or that that ability. You're maybe all about th them trends. Maybe that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's your gift to the yeah. church. Right? We have ladies here who like do who who are amazing cooks. Mm -hmm. Right? And so they're not looking at the pastor thinking, "You know what? I probably should be a better preacher so that I can <laughs> offer my gifts." No, they're like, "Hey, I'm a cook." Yeah. I'm bringing that gift to the table. Mm -hmm. And so they cook meals once a month for college students. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. What what do we have to offer? Mm -hmm that we can turn around and give back yeah. to. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not even your, your gifts, but your capabilities. So okay, like yeah. we do meals on wheels. Yeah. You have a car, you're willing to give an hour to deliver a meal, deliver groceries, offer that up. Yeah. You I, know, I mean, we've talked about that. I think it was, uh, the one, the series, we, the, mm -hmm. the small yep, series mm -hmm. where Priscilla and Aquila, right. Mm -hmm. They were tent makers. And this is a, they said, here, Paul have a job. Right. And, and that was yeah. what they offered to him. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, 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 some of it is just opening our eyes to what we have to offer. Yeah. yeah. Even if it feels minuscule, it can be, mm -hmm. it can be huge for a church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. And even to take it a little bit outside of that, like there isn't a place in the church, like you can still do ministry in this way. You can still serve God in your workplace. Oh That's yeah. True. So good. Like if you're a barista at Cool Beans, like that can be art, that can be worship, that can be like, your service to God, like the intentionality and like maybe like while you're making a cup of coffee, like you're praying for the person that's going to receive that. Like yeah. maybe if you're sitting at a desk, someone or like at an info desk and someone comes up and talks to you, maybe you pray for that person. Like as, as you're having that conversation or like a, after they leave, like there, there can st continually be things like inside and outside the church. This is not just limited to the church. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But otherwise, to continue, you got something? I was even thinking about loneliness. Like, what does it look like to start, like, a group that's made, like, not a Bible study, but, like, a book reading club? Yes. Where Mm -hmm. you're just, like, maybe you invite people from your church that you also know like to read, and you just read a book. And then you're not, like, sitting down, like, okay, we're going to study the Bible together, (laughs) but we're going to read a book, and we're going to have a conversation, (laughs) and we're going to spend time together. Like, Mm -hmm. that can be a service Mm -hmm. to other people in your community. Or for those not book lovers, start a movie club. Go buy a whiteboard. Yeah, movie yeah. Club, Go video rank. Video gaming club. Yes. If you like to mm-hmm. set fires, do campfire nights. I don't know. <laughs> we you want to be a little arson. with that one. If, if you, if you uh, really like fire, um, maybe talk to the pastor before yeah, yeah, you start yeah. a group around burning things. Um, <laughs> I got carried away. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And I'm just thinking like <clears throat> Ephesians 4 lists some gifts that God has given mm-hmm. to the church. And so... Ephesians 4.11, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers to equip his people for works of service that the body of Christ may be built up. And we look at that and we see five different giftings or like, <clears throat> it's not personalities. It's, it's a, yeah, it's giftings. It's the best word for it. That God has given to the church to be able to build up his body, mm-hmm. right? And so we recognize in each of us, there's, there's mm-hmm. probably one of these giftings that we're better at, right? For me, I'm a teacher. I love taking something and making it plain or, or simplifying it for others. I want others to understand and be able to, under, to know these things. Do you guys yep, kind of yep, yep, yep. you know, know what you are, though? Like what you would lean in these ones? Similar. Similar? Similar? Um, yeah. Read them again. It's, uh, <laughs> I should have memorized. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. So apostles yeah. are usually the ones who go and like... Um, bring others in. Uh, prophets are the ones who are like the truth speakers. Like they, they're the ones who, they don't necessarily, it doesn't mean predicting the future, but tell truth in our current context, which um, can be really powerful. Evangelists, the one who get people excited. Pastors, the shepherds, when the ones who have the empathetic heart and teachers, mm-hmm. the one who like instruct. Yeah. Yep. I'm TP on fivefold. What'd you say? TP on fivefold. Teacher, prophet. Oh, look at oh. him. Abbreviating. It was like, I could barely Toilet hear paper. you. Yeah, he's so he, It's because yeah. yeah, he's Charmin. He's Charmin. He's ultra. He's <laughs> ultra, ultra soft, baby. I'm a prophet pastor. Okay. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I, I lean really heavy teacher, and that's the gift I bring to the church mm-hmm. uh, in a lot of senses, right? Like I get to do that on Sunday nights with Oasis. I get to do that Monday nights with the leadership team. I get to do that a little bit in small groups. Like mm-hmm. I sometimes think my small group leaders hope I taught a little less. Like I can't. <laughs> like this that's is who it, I am. Yeah. I read the scripture and I'm like guys, do you see what Paul, James is talking here about humility? And they're like, what are you talking about? I was like, okay, get me a whiteboard. Right? <laughs> we're going to unpack this. Yeah, yeah. we're going to unpack this. And it's just like all of a sudden yeah. we're on a 20-minute like mm-hmm. humility talk through James 4, and um, that's yeah. just what I do, right? And so like, but that's that's who I can be mm-hmm. in other places too, just yeah. like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Right. When I show up in another workplace mm-hmm. or in a friend group or like, I like explaining board games. Mm-hmm. When we sit down and we unpack the board game and everybody looks at each other and there's like three people that don't know and everybody's like, well, who's going to explain it? And someone starts explaining it and <laughs> I've learned, I've been, I've learned to just let them do it, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I got to let them be messy and let them not do it perfect and let mm-hmm. them be confusing. Yeah. <clears throat> but I like being the one to explain it, right? I want to teach yeah. you how to play this game. Yeah. I yeah. want to teach you how to put that together. I want to teach that's who I am. And so I have that gift to offer. Yeah. And even though that there's, there's five gifts, and so we can yeah, be here. quick. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's five gifts in Ephesians 4 that we can quickly like pigeonhole. Like, oh, yeah. if I'm teacher, like I have, have to, to be yeah. 
a teaching pastor at a yeah, like so you know, good. we're like you and me like we're both heavy teachers like mm. i'm a heavy heavy teacher but i do do so through like art and film yeah it's good like yeah. you the do medium through medium is different yeah, yeah. so there's yeah. tons of different mm. mediums yeah. i mean you can Maybe. be a teacher in a small group yes yeah. you can be a teacher as a volunteer helping others make coffee yes right mm-hmm. you can be a teacher yeah. on door greeter and tell people hey this is this is what mm-hmm. i found to be the best way to greet people when they come in this is how yeah. you get hype right yeah. like that's good. Maybe you're more of an apostle. You just like including people. Yeah. Be the one to invite. For mm-hmm. sure. To if an you're event, an evangelist, like, I mean, you better bring the hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring the energy. Like, bring the energy. Like, mm-hmm. get people excited yeah. everywhere you go. Like, you show up to class and everybody's dragging. Like, if you're the bring evangelist, the like, serve the teacher in that way and if, get people excited yeah. about learning today. If, mm-hmm. if you know Ben, if you know Pastor Ben, yeah. he's an evangelist heavy and heavy. he brings oh, yeah. the energy. He brings energy. Yeah. So. For sure. No, and you like it, caring for people. Lean into that pastoral sure. skill. Yeah. I think you know? that one's probably a, a one that gets abused easy, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the ones that are empathetic, the people who really are good at caring for others, like, man, when you have someone like that in your life, like, it's so easy to go to them mm-hmm. and yeah. to, like, come to them. And, but there's a lot of people usually around them who want that same care. Mm-hmm. So if you have the pastor gift, just, like, steward it well. Yeah. yeah. Just care for yourself mm-hmm. at the same time. And, and it's same with, like, when you talk about Enneagram, your twos. Mm-hmm. Right, you're, those are the feelings ones, right? The, the ones that like to serve, Helper, yeah. helpers, yeah. Yeah. The helpers, yeah. Man, twos, I feel like are just so needed in culture, but also can be very quickly like overused and abused. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're a two, or if you're like a, a pastor, if you're you're an empathet, like what's the word? Ep- empathet, em- empathy person, whatever. I think there's an <laughs> abbreviation of that. How that rolls? Yeah, there is. Like empath, empath. Thank you. Like, yeah, care for yourself well too, mm-hmm. um, and and recognize that that's your gifting. But otherwise, you can look at Romans 12. We won't go into it, but there's the the motivational giftings that Paul has written out there, and you can bring those to the church. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians 12, you got your manifestation gifts and how what it looks like for the Spirit to, to come in power in your life, mm-hmm. yeah. and God has probably gifted you somewhere in there. And so it's not just Ephesians. This mm-hmm. one's just one that we chose to talk about today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of finish it up with why it's important, and then we'll get into a little bit more of what does it look like. Um, it's just personal growth that if mm. if you serve on our ministry team or our leadership team here at Oasis, uh, like last night we had a ministry team night where we have all like 60 to 70 ministry team people and leadership people come hang out. And like there's teaching there. Yeah. And, and so there, there's building up of not only the community of spending time together, but there's um, building up in growth, in walk and faith, in, in personal relationship with Jesus. There's growth there. Mm-hmm. So it can be beneficial for you. It's not just a give, give, give. Um, or yeah, it's not just a you giving out and receiving nothing. Uh, and, and we'll throw around the the phrase all the time uh, here at Oasis that it's so important for us and for our leaders and for um, the people that, that serve with us that we want more for you than we do from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we don't want to take so like everything from you and not give anything back. Yeah. 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 There should be life found in serving in, yeah. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And even like, I feel like I've learned a lot about serving in the most mundane of ways. Mm. Like, I remember when I was a resident, I was putting away chairs at, after some event. And I was just feeling like a bum, right? I was like, <laughs> I'm tired. I want to go home. Why am I the one putting away chairs? Like, all this. And that was teaching me something. Mm. It was like, why do I feel like I shouldn't have to do this? Yeah. Mm. Or like, why do I feel like when nobody's watching, I can't serve as well? Like, mm. why do I, why would it be mm. better if there were three people here watching how hard I was working putting away chairs? And so I'm sitting there stacking chairs and I'm like, God, why are you convicting (laughs) so then you're sitting there you're making coffee and you're having a conversation with someone and they start to speak truth and you're like oh gosh like 
Mm. Like I was just making like a cool beans pot of coffee, but all of a sudden this person's dropping wisdom that I needed to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're holding the door and you're like, man, I really love when people feel welcomed mm-hmm. and God's teaching you, what does it look like to welcome? And like, mm-hmm. you're just, ha- you're just handing out high fives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the spirit is moving. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. Super. Yeah. Let's wrap up. Um, yeah. So just a few more thoughts on what is it? What more can this look like? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would start with just evaluating that gift. Mm-hmm. Right, you've heard us talk about those things. Go read those passages of scripture. Really open it up and, and see where might God have gifted you. And as you evaluate that and do the self-work, then bring that gift to the table. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. don't don't be selfish with what God has given us. He's given you that gift to build up his kingdom and to serve. Yeah. From there, I mean, reach out. Ask, are there yeah. needs That's that you too. could fill? Yes. Um, you might never know unless you ask. Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like this might circumvent a little bit of like some of what we said. But if there's a need and it's not in your gifting, maybe you still serve there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Every year, every year, every, 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 every year, Nathan, our children's pastor, looks at me and he goes, you want to help with VBS? <laughs> Vacation Bible school. And every year, every single year, my heart says, no. <laughs> oh, please, God. Oh, please, God. Let me say no. But he has a need, right? Mm-hmm. And I've yeah. got time. And maybe time is just the only gift I can offer there. Yeah. Time and energy. Because... Lord knows children are not my gifting. And they need the energy. They, they need mm-hmm. the energy. Yeah. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, kind of even like we said, just pioneering. Like if you say, hey, I have this idea, shoot it to the leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're willing to take the brunt on it, like there's a good chance that that, that can come to fruition. Mm-hmm. So. And if they don't, I mean, just trust them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You got to be under leaders that you can trust. So when you bring your gift to the table and they maybe say not yet, or they try to point it in a new direction, just trust that the spirit's working in them as well. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Any last thoughts? I don't think think so. so. Just go get involved this summer. Yeah. Go be a part of the church. Go be a part of the community. Uh, Don't take it off. Keep investing. God's got amazing things for us in the, in these summer months. And let it stir fire for even next year. Yep. Yeah, so once you come good. come back to school, once the academic year starts, you go back to work a little bit more. Like, don't let that fall out. Don't let this just be a summer thing. Let it continue to be a lifelong pursuit of Jesus. There you go. That's good. Sweet. Sounds All right. Good. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.